Welcome to the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast, where we talk about what we know in the world of travel. Hey, this is Cam Young, host of the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. About one year and six days ago, I published my last podcast, Cruising Back to Safe Travel, and at the beginning of that podcast, I stated that there would be many more podcasts following and so on and so on. I am paraphrasing myself, of course, because it was so long ago that I remember that I was trying to commit to podcasts on a more frequent level. So anyhow, we're going to get right into today's topic, which is going to be domestic travel, specifically uh, destination cities uh, such as today's topic, specifically Las Vegas. So uh, we're going to Las Vegas next month for the first time in four years. This will be, I believe, my 12th trip to Las Vegas in my life. Uh, My first was back in 2007, and um, it was an addiction of sorts since then. When you think of Las Vegas, of course, you think of the lights, the Sin City, the gambling, the shows, and the food, and the drinks, and so many other things. But I think where people struggle with Las Vegas is they don't always see it in the light of everything that it can be for a lot of different travelers. Some, while realizing that all of those things I've listed are true about Las Vegas, say, oh, it's just about all gambling. Others might say, oh, it's all about marijuana now that it's legal there. Some will say, the shows, they're too expensive. That's not an invalid point at some, at some points, so... We'll look at some of the things going on there. There's a lot new in Las Vegas, and and I could certainly talk about some things that are new since um, the last time I was there. However, um, that would be a lot. Um, some resorts closed, some new ones opened, and we've seen a lot of good changes come to Las Vegas on the Strip and on Fremont Street. So as we look at what's new there, I mean, what's great is, you know, it's There's a lot of freedom in Las Vegas. The mayor of Las Vegas wanted to open things back up pretty quickly after COVID. Uh, I say it's great. That's my personal opinion. You know, everybody has an opinion on masks and social distancing, and that's okay. Uh, I would like to um, think that, you know, we're getting to a point where we can go out in public and not have to worry about our health as much. There are other things in the world going on that we probably have to worry about a little bit more. But getting into Las Vegas, you know, there's not only new things, there's a lot of renovations too. And we'll talk about Fremont Street in a moment. But I'll start on the strip side and and start with some tips and tricks there that can get you good to go. Um, there's opportunities, and you'll see it in the show notes. I have a link to save and look at membership rewards and so on there. Um for Caesars Resorts, and I'm a I'm a fan of Caesars Resorts. And if you think of Caesars, you think of Caesars Hotel, Caesars Palace, rather. There's a lot more to it than that. You have um, you have uh, Planet Hollywood, you have uh, Paris, the Link, Harrah's, Bally's, Flamingo, and 
several others under the umbrella of Caesar's. So there's a lot to be there, to see there. When you look at the aspects of where these are located and what's convenient, I find that staying mid-strip is ideal when I'm on a strip. Again, I prefer Fremont Street. Uh, but when you look at uh, the strip, you'll see, you know, you have Flamingo Paris, uh, Bally's Harris, and Caesars right there. But we're staying in Planet Hollywood next month because there's been some good renovations and the Miracle Mile shops to me are really spectacular uh, for shopping, for dining, and for entertainment. There's some really cool, inexpensive shows that go on, uh, a lot of them during the day, that can be fun for the family. And they won't break the bank, which is pretty cool. I will say also for uh, the Strip, it's expanding out. Um, there's a new resort down uh, near where um, some of the some some of the uh, things were being uh, destroyed, or excuse me, I should say bulldozed. Destroyed sounds a little strong. And you'll see uh, there's going to be a lot of development there. Of course, many, many years ago, Aria, Cosmopolitan, and um, some other uh, resorts adjacent to the Bellagio came up as well. So in addition to that, I, I'd be remiss to mention, you know, the Strat, which was the Stratosphere, has undergone some changes. And then MGM has added to its portfolio, literally, <laughs> in the building. And they've also purchased um, the some resorts as well. So there's a lot to be seen there. But the point here, if anything, is to look to stay mid-strip. And you can look at Caesars in a, in a way that it there has a lot of hotels mid-strip. I mean, there's other options there, but, um, you know, I would prefer, recommend that. So if you are a director level or leader of a company and so on, I would recommend, and this is a, a wonderful thing that I signed up for earlier this year, Founders Card. You might have seen an ad for it. Um, you, you, who knows? You know, there's a lot of cool things there. Uh, what's cool about Founders Card is they have an exclusive discount with Caesars, and they also have some Hilton and some other um, wonderful travel benefits there, but they have a really cool exclusive um, offer with with Caesars Resorts right now that provides a, a status upgrade and um, and so on there. So I'm going to put the invite link into um, the uh, show notes here to Founders Card and you'll get a preferred rate for the membership if you sign up with that link, which is really, really cool. Um, it's what is cool about it, and I'm just looking at it as I go here. You have Marriott Bonvoy benefits, Bonvoy. Uh, you have Omni Select. You have IHG, Hilton, Caesars, um, uh, Mandarin Oriental Hotel, which is a pretty popular hotel. Uh, just looking at some things, uh, airport lounge, um, some access points there. And it's not a credit card, so it's not like you have to apply for a credit card to get it. You just pay an annual fee, and you have all of these wonderful benefits. And there's some airline benefits, too. So if you're a, if you're a flyer out of the country and you want to fly Virgin Atlantic, there's a really cool benefit that you can snag there as well. So definitely take a look at that link in the show notes, and I think you'll find some good benefits to that um, as, a, um, as a traveler. Now... Getting back into Las Vegas, things to do. Um, you know, it's 
what's uh, exciting is, you know, I talked about the show tickets and how expensive they can be uh, sometimes, which is, which is true. Um, but what we do is we, we buy in advance any tickets that we're fairly confident or very confident are going to sell out before we get there. So we'll buy those in advance. We'll suck it up and we'll pay the price for them. But when we get there, uh, you have um, good options on the strip for um, getting tickets at a reduced price. And I'm looking that up now for us. And it's called Half Price um, tick, Ticks for Tonight. It's Half Price Tickets. Not all the shows are half price. Some are more than half price off, which is great. But there's some really good value there if you want to take the chance to wait for a show that you don't want to spend one, two, three hundred dollars for a ticket for that you might be able to save 50% off if you wait and go to one of these vendors. And they're located throughout the strip. You can't miss them. They're everywhere. And they there's a queue that forms and it can get quite long. So you'll want to look at the hours and, and make sure that you get there at a good time and then take advantage of that. So in the interest of keeping this podcast from getting out of hand lengthwise, as I try to do and keep it at a certain rate, let me jump into Fremont Street. And Fremont Street has really undergone some massive changes, which are really exciting uh, in, a, in a good way um, with the new uh, 4K experience over Fremont Street. That's If you've never been to Fremont Street, then you don't really have a, you won't have a good sense of comparison here. And that's okay. Uh, the, the, the dome or the screen that goes over Fremont Street between the, it starts, uh, across the street from the plaza and goes down to about, uh, about across the street where right around near where the El Cortez is. And I'm going to talk about both of those hotels in a moment as well. It's amazing. Uh, there's monthly concerts, there's, um, wonderful casinos, the Golden Nugget, the uh, Circa, a new hotel casino that the only problem I have with them is that they demolish mermaids, which was my all-time favorite casino in order to to build and and um, so on there. But I'll let bygones be bygones. And then you have the D, which is nice. Um, really, all of it's really cool under the dome. If you go into a triangle outside the dome, you have some really cool hotel options too. As I mentioned, the Plaza is a really nice hotel that's had, and especially with the renovated rooms. Definitely look at the renovated rooms. Really nice. It's a hop across the street to Fremont Street, so it's in a safe zone there. I say safe zone. Let me be very clear. I can't guarantee that everywhere is safe to strip Fremont Street, your backyard, your front yard. Uh there's no guarantees. However, it's, you know, downtown Las Vegas, there are some parts and there's some parts of the strip that can be a little uh, sketchy. So you just want to be careful. And then you go into that triangle, you have the California and the Main Street, which are both hotels. Main Street's a brewery as well, which is pretty cool. And then continuing around the loop of Fremont Street, you have our downtown slash Fremont Street. You have the downtown Grand. That's where we're going to be staying on Fremont, on, in the Fremont area, is on downtown Grand, which is uh, about a hop, skip, and a jump, about a football field, a little over a football field away from uh, the Fremont Street experience. And then continuing around, El Cortez, they spent, they closed um, for a bit during COVID, and they spent a lot of that time reconstructing the hotel rooms which are really, really nice for the value. You get good, good value there. The town, downtown Grand, um, if I'm not mistaken, and I, I 
I should verify this, but I think I'm right on this, was, was uh, kind of in division of the Wynn family, the Wynn Resort, Encore Resort on the Strip. So you're going to get a little bit more upscale-ish amenities there, which is pretty neat. And the value proposition is really good as well. On Fremont Street, you do have the um, zip line, which is really nice. There's also one on the Strip now as well, um, right around where the link is uh, with the Ferris wheel and so on there, which is pretty cool. Um, but you're going to have, if you're a gambler, on gamble on Fremont Street, if you're going to gamble, uh, especially like tables, the blackjack tables are more forgiving with their odds, um, are, you know, with their, you know, the kind of their dealer protection of sorts. Um, and the slots, uh, I know El Cortez supposedly as of right now, as of the publication of this podcast, or as, the, as I'm talking and it's going to publish later today, uh, El Cortez has coin slots, which is pretty cool. So, you know, if you're thinking about germs and stuff, you might want to avoid that. But I think they try to keep it pretty clean. So, you know, it's it's not like you're getting coins in out that you put in. It's coins that they put in there. So I'm sure there's a, a good uh, process to make sure that there's no contamination of those coins. So flying to Las Vegas... Um, the Las Vegas airport's interesting. Never gamble at the airport. Slot machines are there. It, they're just a disaster. I've never won. I've, I've practiced what I preach, right? I've never won on those. So um, that's uh, something I would highly not recommend is to gamble on those. And I would say, you know, when you come to when it comes to flying in there, take the Uber, Lyft. Uh, avoid taxis where you can. Sorry, taxis. Um, they, it's just crazy. You know, there's just too much of a reputation of them taking you on scenic routes and then suddenly you have a high bill that you would not have had with Uber or Lyft. Uh, don't rent a car in Vegas unless you're going to, unless you want to take an expedition to the Grand Canyon, which you should be taking a tour bus or a tour van at that point to do that. Uh, and that's super cool. Grand Canyon is pretty cool. I think Hoover Dam was a little more exciting for us. Um, you know, but again, back to transportation at the airport before I, you know, lose sight of that is it is important to, um, you know, when you're leaving Vegas, sadly, get to the airport a couple hours early as usual. But um, it, it, there's, there is a train or a tram that takes you, if, you need, if needed, from, um, from concourse to, to the baggage claim area and, and ticket counter uh, there and vice versa. And uh, it's a really nice airport. Um, for airlines, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of, of spending a little bit more to get a better airline experience. So Alaska Air, Delta, Southwest are what I would recommend for flying into Las Vegas. You're going to see, depending on the city you're coming from, better direct flights, uh, obviously, based on, you know, if you're coming from the West Coast, you'll probably find Alaska has some good things. If you're coming from Texas or the South, you're going to have Southwest with some good direct flights. You're coming from Atlanta, Detroit, U, uh, Salt Lake City, Los Angeles, um, Cincinnati. Goodness gracious, uh, there's so many you know hubs. Boston for Delta and JetBlue would be good as well. So looking at that, it's pretty cool. Um, there's one place, and I'm just gonna verify before I even talk about it, see if it's still open because I um, it was interesting because I couldn't find anything recently about it when I was looking it up. Is the well it, okay well you know you learn something new with me 
on a podcast. So I'm not going to edit this out, but uh, this is the point of looking things up. And it almost uh, moves me into a, a lesson point is I can tell you anything and it can be accurate at the moment, but if you don't verify it, it could be wrong or it's always important to verify. I was going to recommend the Studio B Buffet at the M Resort, which is off the Strip and it's outside of Fremont Street. It's on the total opposite side of where Fremont Street is. So it's on the opposite side of the Strip, I should say. It's permanently closed. So I I visited there four years ago and uh, enjoyed it. They had bottomless wine, coffee, beer, amazing food. So something apparently um, uh, went our went off the off the rails there because a lot of buffets reopened so they couldn't get it reopened for whatever reason so Amber's or I, I, I can't say I'd recommend to go even bother going out there for any other purpose than the buffet so um, there's that uh, otherwise you know food wise just be careful of fancy name restaurant or fancy celebrities I'm not going to name them here just to avoid conflict but if it has a, a celebrity name in it be careful of it because it could just be a ringer for uh, subpar food. Um, you know, you're going to find that um, there's going to be good options in a lot of areas for you um, based on, you know, a lot of other things, so that based on your interest in food, based on what you want to eat, etc. So I'd recommend that you look at that, and, um, and that's, you know, really it. So, again, the summary of this is, you know, Vegas has changed a bit over the last four years. There's um, some wonderful new things coming that have come to Vegas. It's uh, people are not seeming to go to Vegas and coming back with with COVID, and really that's the case in most places. So I shouldn't say uh, anything there. And um, there's opportunities to save with Founders Club. So check that out in the show notes. There, I'm going to wrap this up. This is a uh, uh, a good good way to get going again. I can't believe it's been a year, um, but and I'm not going to promise that it's not going to be another year before another podcast because it's been a busy time in life, and and that's okay. You know, we all have busy times, and we're going to make the most of it. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. And if there's anything you need, or when it, any thoughts or or questions you have about travel anytime, please feel free to reach out. Thank you so much, and take care. Thank you for listening to today's Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. Subscribe to stay up to date with upcoming episodes. Plus, visit us online at camjohntravel.com. That's C-A-M-J-O-N travel.com.